All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to Sigaru and Sikoranga. Can you open the book and move closer? Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya This one? Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, 3rd Canto, Chapter 12, Creation of the Kumaras and others. Das my namo bhagavate yaidam svenaruchisa atmastam ganjayam masha sadharmam patumarhati Tasmai namo bhagavate yaidam svenaruchisa atmastam ganjayam masa sadharmam patumarhati tasmai namo bhagavate Yaidam Svenaruchisa Atmastam Gandayam Masa Sadharmam Patamarhati
tasmai unto him namaha obeisances bhagavate unto the personality of godhead yaha who idam this shvena by his own ruchisa effulgence atmastam situated in himself yindayam asa has manifested saha he dharmam religion patum for protection arhati may kindly do so translation let us offer our respectful obeisances unto the person who by his own while situated in himself has manifested this cosmos may he also protect religion for all goodness purport lust for sexual intercourse is so strong that it appears here in that brahma could not be dissuaded from his determination in spite of the appeal by his great sons like marichi therefore the great sons began to pray to the supreme lord for the good sense of brahma it is only by the grace of the supreme lord that one can be protected from the allurement of lusty material desires the lord gives protection to devotees who are always engaged in his transcendental loving service and by his causeless mercy he forgives the accidental fall down of a devotee therefore sages like marichi prayed for the mercy of the lord and their prayer was fruitful om gyana timarandasya ginandana salakya saksharan nilitam yena tasmai sigurave namaha sri krishna chaitanya prabhu nitananda sri advaita gadadhar sri vasudeva gaurabhaktavinna hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare so first of all let us offer as stated here let us offer our respectful obeisances unto the personality of godhead um the bowing down to the supreme personality of godhead means that we um uh, are accepting that he is the um supreme controller um supreme director that um he that his vision is is beyond our vision um our vision is is very limited and yet we are preoccupied in deciding what is good and what is bad um the function of the mind is described as sankalpa vikalpa as uh accepting and rejecting 
So we are always judging what is good, what is bad, what is nice, and so on, but we cannot oversee. We cannot really oversee because we don't know. Uh, the dream car that someone buys may be the cause of his death. You know, you don't know because our vision is very limited. But the Supreme Lord is omniscient, so his vision is perfect. Therefore, when we act under the direction of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then we are perfectly protected. Because not only does the Lord, not only is he the cause of everything, not only is he abhigya, not only is he fully knowing of every, about everything and anything, omniscient, but he is also uh, sentient. Huh? Srila Prabhupada said, huh? in personal calamity thou hast moved, absolute is sentient, thou hast proved. Or in, to say it in other words, the Supreme Lord has a heart. And because the Lord has a heart, we feel totally protected. We feel quite certain that he will be merciful to me. Because after all, he is very compassionate, he is very kind. In this way, the devotee can, or the aspiring devotee can just bow down before the Lord, fully relying on him and taking shelter. So in this verse, it says, Tasmai Namo Bhagavate. So first, bowing down to the Supreme Lord. Uh, then, Yaidam Svena Yuruchisa. Svena is a form of Swa, his own. Rochisa means effulgence. Uh, whatever is emanating from him. Jamadiyasya Yatun Vyati Taratas Chateswabikyaswarat. Everything is emanating from Krishna. Um, so, in this way, uh, a devotee is stavra jangama dekena deketara murti sarvatahaya istadeva spurti. Whatever forms we are seeing, moving or non-moving, we don't really get bewildered by these forms because we see the Supreme Lord. We see the istadeva spurti, uh, istadev, the Supreme Lord and his spurti, his, his manifestation. So in this way, we learn to see deeper. We learn to see beyond the externals. Of course, the material nature is such that even great personalities can become bewildered. Lord Brahma was engaged in the process of creation. And when we are reading the process of creation, then we see that it is, is, in, is, is a very physical experience. Many things are manifesting from the body of Lord Brahma, from the mind of Lord Brahma. And so at one point from his body, this form manifested. And this form was very attractive. This form it was very beautiful, a male form, but resembling the Supreme Lord in the sense, blackish complexion, uh, a very 
elegant neck and lotus eyes and lotus face. And then this personality was carrying a bow and arrows with flower tips. And these uh, flower tips, they uh, had different effects. Uh, uh, there are five. I don't remember it off the top of my head. I forgot now. Uh, can look it up. You remember? Okay, tell me. First arrow subjugates. Second arrow intoxicates. Okay, you also don't remember. It's okay. You can think. Uh, tell me later. Anyway, these the the, the the arrows of Cupid are so overpowering that one loses all good sense. And one just runs after such desires without any thought anymore. So this is what happened to Lord Brahma. When he became touched by the arrows of Cupid, even Lord Brahma, who was otherwise a devotee, he became bewildered. He was led astray. But the important point is, is that the Supreme Lord will never abandon his devotee. Nami Bhaktipanasyati, my devotee will never perish. So because Lord Brahma was a devotee, even when he was bewildered, in that bewildered state, the Supreme Lord made an arrangement to, to save him. And this is how it works. Uh, Somehow or other, in our case also, Durga me patimein dasyas kalat padakatir muhu yad kripa swastidane na santa santavalam banam. Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami begins his antalila with an invocation. And as part of that invocation, these verses, this verse is also there, which says, My path is very difficult. My feet are slipping again and again. And, but by the stick of the mercy of the Vaishnavas, for my support, I can stay on the path. So it is the Vaishnavas, it is the Supreme Lord, um, the spiritual master, who, who are saving us. Uh, saving us. Otherwise, there is no possibility that any living being can overcome the power of Maya. It is very interesting. There are three energies of the Lord, the Antaranga Shakti, the internal potency of the Lord uh, that manifests the spiritual world and all the eternal activities of the Lord. The Tatasta Shakti, the marginal uh, energy of the Lord, the living beings. And the Bahirangi Shakti of the Lord, the external energy of the Lord. Now, it is clearly stated that the marginal energy, the living beings, is superior to the external energy. Uh, that is what Bhagavad Gita is stating. We find in Bhagavad Gita, Bhumira Vayu, Kamana Buddha the eight separated material energies. And then superior to that, in the next verse, the living being. But how is it then, if that living being is superior to the material energy, 
that the living being can come under the influence of the material energy. And how is it then that the living being cannot overcome the material energy by his own strength? The reason is, is because the material world is the reflection of the spiritual world. And because the spiritual world is unlimited in its opulences and varieties of tastes and rasas and so on, therefore the illusory energy is almost unlimited. And so Maya can find almost unlimited ways to capture us uh, again and again. And to bring us to the point where we uh, are looking at the material energy and where we desire, desire to control the material energy so that the conditions will be right, right for us, suitable. Mm. Of course, we should make the conditions right for the Supreme Lord. That is the criterion, and then automatically they'll be right for us. That's the transcendental understanding. When, when we make everything as favorable as possible for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then automatically our situation also becomes most auspicious. That is the nature of devotional service. Uh, in the nature of devotion. There's a chapter in the beginning called the characteristics of pure devotional service. And one of the qualities uh, of, of devotional service is it is suba. It is described as auspicious. It is all auspicious. Uh, it not only is it destroying uh, suffering, klesegni, uh, but also, it is, uh, it destroys all the negative influences from the material energy and it brings uh, elevation to all within the, the universe in every situation. Yeah, so this is our goal uh, to somehow or other um, give up that personal agenda and to only come to the point where we are the instrument of the Lord and whatever he desires and whatever he, he wishes us to be instead of thinking what we want to be. I want to be so many things. I want to achieve so many things for Krishna, for Krishna. Only, no, no, no. Huh? For Krishna, of course, of course. Huh? What do you think? Huh? Eh. Yes, for Krishna. Huh? For Krishna, I will... I want to achieve so many things. Okay, we can try to achieve things for Krishna. And Krishna decides at the end what part we play. Uh, he is the supreme director. We may think, well, I want the, I'll be in the play, but I want the main role, you know, the main part, you know, just shining light, savior of the universe, of course, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> effulgent and everything, yes. And then in the end, you know, you wind up doing the kitchen cleanup. Uh, what can be done? Krishna is Krishna's in control. Krishna decides what, what role we are destined to play. And, and accordingly, 
and other Vaishnavas may be given a greater role than, than we are. And those Vaishnavas, one must bow down at their feet and assist them. Right? That, is the, that is the system. Not be envious and try to compete. Competition is okay on the spiritual platform. You know, who can distribute most books? That's all right. But in the end, if someone is doing more than you, oh, amazing, wonderful, oh, glorious. Not for, oh, unbearable. I can't live as long as this guy is still on the planet. It's just too much. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no. So, but all such contamination is there in the heart. Um, because even although we've taken up spiritual life, we are attacked by six enemies. Kama, Kroda, Loba, Madha, Mohamatsarya. Lust, greed, anger, madness, illusion, and envy. And these six are always influencing us. It's not sometimes, they're always influencing us, always. We just try to, to rise above, that's all. That's our stage. It's something like avoiding the 10 offenses in the matter of chanting the holy name listed in the Padma Purana. It's not that sometimes accidentally we make an, an offense, no. We're always making these offenses, and sometimes accidentally, we may be for a moment not offensive. Offense is our habit, uh, minimizing Vaishnavas, criticizing Vaishnavas is, is, is a second nature. Uh, <laughs> what kind of lecture is this? <laughs> Is it Shastrik? And something. Yeah. So this tendency is so deep, so difficult. So we become, over time, um, Krishna arranges that time itself is a very powerful purifying factor. Um, Krishna is inspiring Lord Brahma. And then Lord Brahma is completing the creation. And this entire material world is arranged in such a way um, that first, first when we take birth, for so many years we're very weak. We're weak and we need constant shelter and protection. And then finally we rise to full power then, you know, like we're at the peak of our power. And then, again, we become reduced. Uh, our power is running out. Our physical power diminishes. Our intellectual power diminishes. Uh, everything diminishes. It's just, uh, just like that, you know. So... Within that, we be, over time, one becomes more vulnerable. And so over time, uh, one needs to take shelter of Krishna more and more. So that is Krishna's arrangement. 
that naturally will be pushed to take shelter. Uh, because what can we do? Uh, but some, even although these dynamics are there within the material world, will still try, still try to uh, be successful on the strength of their own power. Uh, and that is the illusory energy. That is, is a major problem. And that will not bring us uh, uh, success. And even if some people, by their karma, uh, are successful for a long time, powerful, even up to old age, that everyone loses his power at the strength, at the time of death, anyway. Uh, in, in the form of death, I take away everything, but everything from a Vaishnava perspective, what is that? Everything, right? what is that? This body, a few poor possessions in the material world, right? Uh, a crippled material body that we try to engage in devotional service, right? How difficult to do anything in a material body, better have a spiritual one. Why be attached to the material body? Why desire to stay in the material world? Why even desire to live a long life in this world? Yes, for devotional service, it's fine. Make the best use of a bad bargain and engage in devotional service. Oh. But Krishna, Krishna knows. Krishna understands where we are, where we go. And we know, uh, we know with beyond a doubt, Nami Bhakti Panashati, that the Lord always, always protects his devotee. Sometimes he protects the body. Krishna saved us. Whew, that was close. Yes, it was. <laughs> then, boom. Oh, Krishna didn't save us. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're driving. <laughs> so many times Krishna saved us. But this time we hit the truck after all. And then we're out of the body and looking at each other. What happened? Krishna didn't save us. <laughs> He's saving us now. That will be the answer. No, he's saving us now. Uh, we're not lost. Now, just turn to him. He will give us shelter. Uh, so like this. Uh, never is there a time when we are actually abandoned. Never is there a time when we are really in trouble. Never is there a time when, every, when anything is really wrong. It's, it's us who are wrong when we think that something is wrong. Why is it not working? It's we are not working. <laughs> Something is not working with us. We are wanting to force destiny, but destiny is never under our control. Destiny simply is calling the shots. Uh, we are the puppets. Uh, we are marionettes, you know, puppets on a string. 
And we just have to dance as the strings are pulled. Uh, that is the reality. But when we surrender unto Krishna, we can choose who we want the strings to be pulled by. Do we want the strings to be pulled by Maya or do we want the strings to be pulled by Krishna? That's our choice. So, let us follow in the footsteps of Srila Prabhupada who came to New York City and who was, uh, was praying uh, to be the Kattaraputtari, the, the puppet made of wood on strings and then Nacha, 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 Amanacha. Uh, make me dance, make me dance, make me dance according to your will. So while we are here in this world, um, let us let us do that. Let us do that. Let us try uh, to dance according to Krishna's will. Uh, now some people say, yeah, but how do we know what Krishna's will is? This is very difficult to understand. No, it's not difficult to understand. Krishna wants to deliver all the living beings in the whole universe. That's very simple. And then, okay, detailed things. Does Krishna want me to go left? Does he want me to go right? Uh, you know, maybe it doesn't matter. Go left, distribute books. Go right, distribute books. Yare deketo Whomever you meet, instruct them about Krishna. So if you go left, inst instruct them on the left. If you go right, instruct them on the right. Sometimes, yes, I've given that example. People ask me, um, I think I should get married. Do you think it's a good idea? Yes. But on the other hand, maybe it's better to stay single. Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. Whatever you like, it doesn't really matter. Good luck. <laughs> you know, nothing is easy. Nothing. You try. Try and be a brahmachari. Good luck. You know, it's not easy. Oh, God. Tolerating all these things. Brahmachari ashram. Good luck. It's tough. Right? Want to get married? Oh, God. Oh, you wanted to be married. Then you're married. You say, why did I do this? Yeah, it's too much. It's too much to be married. It's too much not to be married. That is the truth. It's too much. <laughs> too much to begin with. Yeah, you can't win. This is the material world. Well, some advantage for being single is that life is more simple. More time. More time to preach. More time. Less distraction. Simply more opportunity to be an instrument. So that's why we make our choices of ashram and then make the best of it. And, uh, and the best is, let's go back to Godhead. Let's do nothing that interferes with going back to Godhead. And while we're here, let us take as many people as we can with us. That's it. What else? Nothing else. So in this, and meanwhile, we are very careful to, to uh, keep ourselves safe on the spiritual platform. Uh, in the 11th canto, there's a description of a, 
of, of a sannyasi who had previously been a miser in his household life. And as a result, this sannyasi was now getting the reactions of his previous actions and people were giving him a hard time. People were blaspheming him, him, they were calling him names. Some people stole his danda. They did. One man even urinated upon him, which is pretty rough. <laughs> I would say that's when life gets rough. Absolutely. And, uh, but then there's a verse which explains that one should that he was careful to keep himself safe on the spiritual platform. So how about that? This is the bottom line. Whatever choices you make, make them. And they'll give some, some advantages and some disadvantages. And then we still have to keep ourselves safe on the spiritual platform. Stay close to the devotees. Keep your head low. Right? Always don't get too proud. Bow down to the Vaishnavas, serve, uh, preach, just somehow get some mercy where we can. Life is short. And in the end, we go before Krishna with a meager offering called my life. And it doesn't matter how bright the saffron color is of your cloth or how big your danda is. It doesn't matter. We know that our offering was meager. And we go before Krishna's, <laughs> like Sudama the Brahman, you know, I mean, I brought some uh, broken chip rice for you. <laughs> I brought some broken holy names. Yes, a whole lifetime I've been chanting broken holy names. Here they are, broken names. Uh, that was my offering. Krishna says, yeah, gosh, I know, it was terrible. Krishna heard every name we chanted. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't. But Krishna heard every name we chanted. Can you imagine? Krishna comes like, we say, oh, Krishna, sorry. My rounds were terrible. Krishna says, yes, I know. <laughs> I know. He knows very well. <laughs> the service that I did, I didn't really want to do it, but they forced me to do it. Or it looked bad. They threw me out of the Sankatan van with a box of books. Oh, God, I hated it. <laughs> but then I didn't want to look like a total idiot. So I tried to distribute some books. I was surprised that some people even took them. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. Then later, so, oh, wow, you're a great book distributor. And it goes on like that. We get glorified for something we did reluctantly, for something we did in pure quality. And in the end, this is our life. This is our offering to Krishna, meager, poor offering. That's when we bow down, bow down and pray to the Lord and pray to the Vaishnavas, please save me and please pray on my behalf. So this is the this is the mood of the of the Vaishnava. Um, oh, yeah. So Lord Brahma was saved from his from from being influenced by Maya. So
So we're fortunate that we're part of this movement where there's so much protection, so much protection from Maya and the rest. Oh well, tis what it is, isn't it? Okay, so I'll repeat the verse. Let us offer our respectful obeisances to the personality of Godhead, who by his own effulgence, while situated in himself, has manifested this cosmos. May he always protect religion for all goodness. Any questions? Any comments? I remember Hans Rupaprabhu, he gave a lecture a few months ago. He was saying how um, I really like this point that an ashram means it's a place of cultivation, of spiritual cultivation, and, and everybody should be serious in an ashram. Doesn't matter what, what ashram you are in, one can be serious as a grihasta, not serious as a brahmachari, for example. Sometimes you see people. Okay, yeah, thank you very much. That's very good, actually. Oh, can you give it to me because my back is out? Yeah, thanks. Sometimes you see people, they are handicapped and they move around on crutches. It's difficult, but they're moving, yeah? even with a leg that doesn't work, you know. With the crutches, they somehow or other move along, a bit slow, but they're moving along. So this is the situation. We are injured, injured by the material energy. We call that conditioned. It's that we are conditioned. But the reality is we are injured by Maya, by Maya's influence. And because we are injured by Maya's influence, we cannot walk on the spiritual path properly. So we need crutches. So we have the crutches of Varna and Ashram. Varna and Ashram, two crutches. So we take shelter of our crutches. Uh, and when we become self-realized, Naham Vipranachanara Patir Napi Vaishya Sudrana, Naham Nova Then we don't need any of the Varna and Ashram. Then Sinti Kintu Projan. And then we can be absorbed and serve in pure devotional service. Then it doesn't matter anymore, these things. But now, because we are injured, we need the crutches. Otherwise, we will not walk at all. So therefore, for us, Varna Ashram right now is very important. For Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he said, Naham Vipranatya Sudra. Gopi Bhartapada So like that. Whenever we do Varnasham discussions, we should see it in in uh, in perspective. In perspective, we are not the international society for Varnasham. We are the international society for Krishna consciousness. Pure devotional service is our goal. Varnasham is a support structure. It's a material structure. So it's important, but of secondary importance. It's it's not eternal. 
Although there exists something like Varnashram in the spiritual world, you have a Brahmana like Madhumangal and so on, but we don't depend on it. It's just to increase the Ras. But now our spiritual life depends on it. If we're not, not careful about these ashrams, we're finished. We're finished. It's our protection. We live by these codes of the ashrams because we cannot function on the basis of love. We have no love for Krishna. Not very much. Not enough. So therefore, we have rules, regulations, injunctions that relate to the ashram to protect us. We have Vaishnava etiquette because if there was no Vaishnava, just like the example of in my family, they were we have there was all this politeness and then people come and then two kisses in the air next to the cheek oh how lovely to see you thank you so much meanwhile if you could read the thought bubbles the thought bubbles are oh god here they are again oh would you like to come in you know it's like oh my god you know and they always come around dinner time <laughs> yeah it's like uh uh same in, in, we need Vaishnava etiquette, because if we would be spontaneous, we would be most disrespectful, we would offend so many devotees, we make the first, we start with the first offense against the holy name, then move on to the second and the third and go through all ten and start again at the first. In other words, right now we take shelter of these external things. Because we have no love for Krishna. Anyone else? How to get absorbed in devotional service. What did he say? How to get absorbed in devotional service. Absorbed. Tips and tricks. By devotional service. Bhakti comes from Bhakti. And from Bhakti only. So by devotional service, we become absorbed. And then pure devotional service, avoid the offenses, and we'll become absorbed automatically by devotional service. No need for it. It's not an artificial imposition on the mind. How do you become absorbed in chanting Hare Krishna? Chant Hare Krishna. You know, it's like, isn't it that, I mean, besides giving out the mercy, we're also chanting to become absorbed, to be really absorbed in the holy name. And how do you become absorbed in the holy name? By chanting. And it, it, it does, you know, it, it, it does something. We are not so absorbed, but we're more absorbed than we used to be. I remember Mother Devaki last summer, she gave a, a seminar. In if you hold it a little further, then I can, then I can even understand what you say. Mother Devaki, she, she gave a seminar in Radhadesh last summer and she was telling us something very interesting that um, you don't need to brainstorm yourself so much, you know, what, what am I supposed to do and this and that, go left or right. You just have to try sincerely to serve the devotees and then through service, uh, more service will come. Krishna will, will guide you. Yeah. 
Rupa Goswami gives the 64 limbs of bhakti. So engaged in the 64 limbs of bhakti. And you're, and that's how you'll attain pure devotional service. That's what it's about. That's the nectar of devotion. Yeah. Yes, Kopal Champo, the man who has a name of an amazing book. And thank you, Maharaj, for encouraging me to read the book. Um, I was thinking, Maharaj, I've been, I've asked this question now a couple of times and wanted to see. Um, I've been thinking about it still. Kali Yuga is progressing. So we understand that people are becoming more degraded. So isn't that making our job more difficult? <laughs> How are we going to bring people to Krishna consciousness? If they become I mean, in, in one way, you know, this is not Kali Yuga at all. This is Chaitanya Yuga. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like... Uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says a, a, a diamond looks more beautiful on a black background. So Lord Chaitanya is there and then all this Kali Yuga all around him. Kavikarnapura starts his Chaitanya Chandra with a discussion between uh, uh, Kali and Adharma, sin. And basically Kali is saying he's finished. He's finished. So Kali is finished. He's out of business. He is still trying hard. He's still trying hard. He didn't, but got no chance. No chance. The Sangatan movement will prevail. Whether we will fall by the wayside to Kali's tricks, that's to be seen. Kali is still trying. And he's pulling some people away from us and corrupting them and this and that. But the Sankita movement cannot be stopped. But individuals can fall down and delay the reaching the end and the final destinations. So we're still careful about Kali, but you know, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he is now ruling in this era. It's his yuga, not Kali's yuga. So let's just be instruments of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and take, take as many people as we can. That's why we're here in New York. It's such a good place because of lots of people and all on top of each other. So it's easy. You can reach a lot of conditioned souls all, all at the same time. Very convenient. Let's, uh, let's, take, let's, let's give them, pass on the mercy, whatever we received. Pass it on. Okay. Yes, you have me. Okay. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Uh, so, like, as we read in this verse that Krishna is the ultimate protector and he's protecting all of us. But sometimes it becomes difficult for me at least to believe on that and to manifest it in my life. That's why I sometimes try to control my life. I try to make decisions and protect myself. So how do I develop that belief that Krishna is the ultimate protector and he is protecting? I don't need to do anything. Belief or faith, Shraddha, it comes from those who have it. Shraddha is a gift. It's, it's a gift. It's mercy. It's through the... So our, just like 
Prabhupada, he created our faith. And without Prabhupada, we wouldn't have any, had any faith in this. And then other devotees created faith, more and more experiences. We read books that create more faith. Uh, see the deity, so beautiful, all these Everything is reconfirming our faith. So over time, by association with the knowledge, with the devotees being in this transcendental atmosphere, our faith will grow. A kanista amadyam utama adhikari is judged by sraddha anusari of how much he's following. What is his sraddha? So the kanista sraddha is weak, kamala sraddha, weak faith. Madhyam is nista. He's very, he doesn't care. He's going to fix himself on, on put his faith. Sarva karma krita hai, all good things will come from this bhakti. The uttamadikari is absorbed, deeply absorbed. Very strong faith. Yeah, so associate with devotees, devotional service, read the books, chant deep rounds, fall flat in front of the deities and pray. Oh, Radha Govinda, please give me more. Give me your mercy, give me faith, give me service. Like that, pray. And your faith will become strong. Thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Grandara Shiva Bhagavatam Ki Jai. It's all you just got the Makanamaja Ki.